1: My friends, someone I can't say I discovered, but I certainly helped promote his career because I think he is one of the finds of our time, Carl Jackson. So, Carl Jackson, take it away.
2: All right, welcome to the Dennis Prager show. I am your special guest host, Carl Jackson, filling in for Dennis Prager. The number to call in one eight Prager seven seven six one eight Prager seven 7-7-6. seven six. You can find me on social media at. The Carl Jackson Show wherever you are on social media. Also check out my podcast, The Carl Jackson Show. The Carl Jackson Show. You can find it on the Salem Podcast Network. I want to first start off by thanking Dennis Prager, his wife Sue uh, for giving me the opportunity to once again fill in for him. I also want to thank Sean that's in my ear. Alan Estrin who has given me another opportunity. It's a pleasure. It's an honor to be uh, behind Dennis Prager's microphone and it's an honor a blessing and a privilege to be able to speak to you and to continue to fight to save this great nation, the United States of America. I got plenty of stuff that I want to talk about today. Uh, Some of the stuff might be might throw you for a little curve because I am looking at some of the results of the red wave that appears to be rising. As a matter of fact, Elon Musk says that he voted for Myra Flores in Texas. She, uh, of course, just won and took away a, a Democratic stronghold seat in texas so this is fascinating to me that's the biggest race of the night now it's a special election so she'll have to run again in november and I think that's very big news. I think that is very, very important news. Uh, but I got to tell you, I want to talk to you about something uh, that I've been speaking about on my local show at AM 950, The Answer in Orlando, Florida. I've talked about that. I've talked about it on my podcast again, theCarlJacksonShow.com. And let me let me just present this to you, and then I'll I'll let you know what I'm going to be talking about in the second hour, in the third hour. I'm going to need your help because a big holiday is coming up. Sean, you may have forgotten what's coming up. This weekend, a huge, major holiday is coming up this weekend. I know you guys are all excited about it. You guys know what I'm talking about. Juneteenth. Okay. All right. Crickets, crickets. Don't worry. I forgot about Juneteenth too. But in the third hour, in the third hour, actually, what I want to talk, what I, what, I, what I want to do is talk about fatherhood. And I'm going to invite you listeners to call in because I want to hear the stories about your dad. The last time I was able to fill in for Larry Elder before it became the Officer Tatum show, one of the things that Sean and I did on for Mother's Day or leading up to, uh, we invited the, uh, we invited people to call in and, and just praise the their mothers, and we got some fabulous calls. I'm hoping that we can do the same in the third hour of today's show, because I do believe that fathers are important. I fought a 70-year custody battle on and off uh, for my daughter. It was hard. uh, It was emotionally draining and well worth it, Uh, and I believe that fathers are exceptionally important. I don't believe that there's a such thing as toxic masculinity, as the left would claim, Uh, I do believe that there are toxic people, both men and women alike, Uh, so we will get into that, and I do believe that if more blacks were less worried about victimhood and celebrating stupid asinine uh, uh, holidays like Juneteenth as opposed to fa- uh, Father's Day and fatherhood, the black community would be much better off and dare I say America would be much better off so I definitely want to get into that in the third hours along with your calls at 1-8 Prager seven seven six one eight 1-8 Prager 776. In the second hour, here's what I want to touch on, I think the middle class, the, the threat Threat, the 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 demolition, if you will, of the middle class is an existential threat to the United States of the of America. I think Biden and the Democrats. Now, listen, let me get something straight. Let me make something emphatically clear, em- Emphatically clear, everything that's happening in the United States right now, the pain that you're going through is intentional. Don't believe one Democrat running for office that this is not what they wanted. Now, did they want things to transpire this quickly and you to feel the pain at the pump so drastically and quickly? Perhaps not. But ultimately, this is where their policies lead. And this is where they were going to lead all along. You were going to be poor and you were going to say thank you to Joe Biden and the Democrat Party because they wanted you on Uncle Sam's plantation. And you better be grateful for it. But things aren't working out so well for the Democrat Party. They forgot that we, the people, still actually run the country and we're going to act like that and we're going to continue to act like that all the way up until November. Now, let me say this. When your enemy is committing suicide, let him. Let me say that again. When your enemy is committing suicide, let him. I think one of the biggest stories of the week, still one of the biggest stories of the week that many people have kind of moved along from, is the fact that we had 10 GOP Senate members that sided with anti-American leftists in order to undermine your Second Amendment rights. Now, let me say this again. When your enemy is committing suicide, let him. Let me give you some poll numbers. I did this on my podcast. I did it at, did it on my local show. I felt like it was important enough that if Dennis Prager is willing to give me this platform to speak about this, I think this is one of the most important things we can do. There's no doubt we need to recognize that leftists are destroying the United States of America. No doubt about it. And I think a lot of Democrats as well, liberals and well-intentioned, well-meaning Democrats are complicit because they voted for the people on the left and not many of them have stud, stood up against the people on the left. So I think we are in a precarious position, those of us that love America. But I think we need to start calling these people out. I think that white leftists, white liberals are extremely dangerous for the country. And dare I say this, I'm going to offend some of you. I'm going to rattle some of you. I think the truth of the matter is weak Republicans are just as dangerous to the country. Why do I say that? Carl, how could you say such a thing? That's crazy. That's insane. That's ludicrous. Okay, so who do we send to Washington, D.C. in order to stop the despotism that the left is trying to advance? Who do we count on? Who do we trust? Mostly the Republican Party. So when the Republican Party turns their back on us, we should call them out for it. Not one of those ten senators, not a one, four of them are retiring. They're going bye-bye. They don't care. They just want to leave their legacy behind. They'll sit there and they pretend like they did something amazing for the country by undermining the Second Amendment. They did nothing of the sort. I don't believe they had tons of pressure put on put on them by their constituents. I believe these guys want to go out and leave a legacy. And they're legacy, if you will, will be, hey, we worked in a bipartisan fashion, but I want you to understand something about bipartisanship. Bipartisanship isn't a good thing when you're contributing to the decimation of the country. It is asinine. It is crazy. And I'm sorry, I want to go off on the left, and I will, because there will be plenty of time to do so, so I will go off on the left. But one of the things that I want to do is remind you that when your enemy is committing suicide, let him. Let him. Now, I hate to call those in the Democrat Party my enemies, and I don't mean my neighbor. I don't mean my friends. I don't mean those that I may attend church with. I don't mean any of those people. I mean the radical left. That's who I mean. That's who I mean. I mean, these politicians, that's who I mean. I do see them as my enemies. Carl, how can you be so extreme? Well, imagine what the founders of this country felt like when they had to fight against their countrymen in order to hand us. This great country. Imagine what they felt like. Everything that you're experiencing today isn't anything new. Hat tip. Breitbart a poll. Joe Biden's job approval is underwater in 48 states. Thirty three percent approval overall. Thirty three percent approval overall. And yet we want to go ahead and work with this guy. So I, I just want to set the table, if you will. And then I want to remind you of all the things that the Democrat party has been doing to you intentionally to destroy your life and to have you cry uncle, to destroy, to decimate the middle class. That is their goal. Again, in the second hour, we'll get into how crucial the middle class is for the for for, for the strength and for the existence uh, for this this country to be able to sustain and maintain how crucial the middle class is. And the Democrat knows. The Democrats know it. They know exactly what they are doing. There's only two states. Only two states. Listen to me. Those of you in the Dennis Prager audience. Listen to me. There are only two states in the entire union where Biden is above water. And yet we have Republicans willing to bail him out. Willing to bail him out. Willing to give him a when in an election year, when the Democrat Party and Biden and Harris are trying to systematically destroy this country, the last thing you need when the boat is when the boat is sinking, we don't need Republicans to throw Biden a life raft. Only two states and the entire nation where this man is above water. That is crazy behind Hawaii. And that is Vermont. In Hawaii, he has a 50 percent approval rating, 38 percent disapproved. That means that only 38% of Hawaiians have common sense. 40 in Vermont, 46% approve, 37% disapprove. 37% of people in Vermont have a brain on their shoulder. Guys, when your enemy is committing suicide, let him do it. This is Carl Jackson. We'll be back.
0: The Dennis Prager Show.
1: Rising interest rates, stock volatility, out-of-control inflation. People are concerned about what the future holds financially. This is Dennis Prager for AmFed, Coin, and Bullion. There's no better time than the present to move a portion of your IRA into precious metals. Gold and silver IRAs are more popular than ever, and dealers are advertising heavily for your business. You should know there's a right and a wrong way to set up your precious metals IRA. Mistakes could cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars in IRS fines. Nick Grovitt, man I completely trust, owner of Amfed Coin & Bullion, has agreed to send you a concise report about how to set up your IRA and how to get the best bang for your buck. Nick and his team will be happy to help you set up your precious metals IRA or review your current account. Call Amfed Coin & Bullion, 800-221-7694 for your free IRA report and all your precious metals needs. AmericanFederal.com That's AmericanFederal.com um, mainstream media Welcome back to the program. My name is Carl Jackson. I'm
2: filling in for the great Dennis Prager. Again, it's such an honor. And a privilege to do so. I want to remind you guys uh, to check out com. You can go there and find all of Dennis Prager's latest columns. Uh, he's written a good one this week. And that is, as I scroll down because I have it, I was uh, reading through it on my phone. Feminism has weakened women. So check that out on com. Of course, be sure to check out his podcast. That is Dennis and Julie at uh, Salem Podcast SalemPodcastNetwork.com. They release that every tuesday also you can subscribe to Pragertopia.com and you can listen to his show daily uninterrupted no commercials straight up dennis prager i know that we all love that and also of course i'm going to tell you to go to PragerU. and honestly as i speak in the second hour as i talk in the second hour and i talk about the issues with uh with uh Uh, When it comes to the middle class and I'm going to be talking about skills and traits and all of this kind of good stuff that Americans are uh, abandoning overwhelmingly in order to send their kids to colleges and their their kids are coming out of college completely brainwashed. Some of them, uh, some of them getting jobs that they never intended to get that don't pay as well uh, because they got a degree that they didn't need when they should have gone to a vocational school or a trade school so we'll talk about that one of the things that i'll ask you to do is turn uh go to prageru.com check out the videos there i'm telling you if you are sending your kid off to college if you're brave enough to do so uh then i would recommend that uh that price tag comes with a mandate uh, that they subscribe to prageru.com so that they don't get brainwashed and they'll have uh they'll learn stuff that they should learn and they can do that at prageru.com you can do it as well it's great for your uh, honestly it's great in my opinion all the way from elementary school to grown behind adults i mean i check out the videos five minute short videos typically that pack a punch so make sure you check it out prageru.com prageru.com and guys i see you on the line so please stay there i will get to your calls as soon as possible tom nick mike wesley the phone boards are lighting up Please stay there. I will get to you as quickly as I possibly can. But again, I want to follow up on this theme or I want to continue with this theme. When your enemy is committing suicide, let them do it. Let them do it. And as excited as I am to see as excited as I am to see this, what looks like the beginning of a red, a red wave begin to take place. It's disconcerting to me that we have Republicans that are willing to work with the left that undermine the Second Amendment, that will undermine the Bill of Rights. That's scary to me. And some of you some of you guys will say, well, you know, this is this is reasonable, given the fact that, you know, given what we witnessed in Buffalo, New York, given what we witnessed with these mass shootings in Uvalde, uh, we should be willing to to i mean we should all be responsible gun owners we should be willing to do a little something something if you will to make sure that we're safe we should even implement these stupid red flag laws that don't work and won't work because they don't do anything to make people more godly or more moral it's more big government trying to take power from you and i even have conserv i even hear conservatives going along with it as if they won't do to you exactly what they're doing to the political prisoners that are sitting in this Washington, D.C. jail awaiting a trial or awaiting a hearing after sitting in jail for a year and 18 months in some cases, not for an armed insurrection, insurrection as as Liz Cheney would lie to you about, as Nancy Pelosi would lie to you about, but for simply trespassing in some cases. By the way, my podcast today covers this. I debunk every single one of of those lies, every single one of the J6 myths, in 30 minutes. So, if you want to be able to debunk this nonsense in 30 minutes or less to one of your wacky left wing friends, I encourage you to go to the Carl Jackson Show.com, check out the podcast, share the podcast, or Salem Podcast Network.com, and every single one of the myths, every single one of the lies are debunked in 30 minutes. And by the way, for Liz Cheney I used to have high respect in regards for Liz Cheney obviously not anymore she thinks what she's doing is destroying Trump but the truth of the matter is she is destroying the country she is complicit with the radical left in destroying the country absolutely insane absolutely insane what we're witnessing right before our before our eyes our elected officials attempting attempting to take over the country it's it, it it's, it's scary It's scary. I talk about this stuff all the time. I I, I tell you what, I could not fathom living in this day and age. I I, I didn't believe as much as I talked about it on radio for nearly a decade now, nearly a decade that I think I would get to witness what we're witnessing now. Only in my nightmares, only in my nightmares. So we have a duty. We have a responsibility. Those of us that love the country, those of us that love the Constitution, we have a duty to fight for this nation. We have a duty. I think that we should leave our children with a country that's better than the one we inherited. And with Democrats in charge and with Republicans that are willing to undermine the Second Amendment, it's going to be a hard feat. So, again, as great as this red wave seems to be or this likely red wave that seems to be coming, as great as it is, It's disconcerting that we have some Republicans that aren't in the fight, in my opinion. And none of those, none of the senators, none of the 10 should be included in the leadership, Lord willing, once we take over the House. And I pray to God, the Senate, none of them, not one of them, if they're willing to undermine one of the God given our Bill of Rights, the Second Amendment, if they're willing to undermine that, they don't deserve leadership. And I would encourage you, those of you that uh, that are out there that, oh, guns are killing. uh, Listen, every day, every single – there are over 2 million gun defenses in the United States every single year. You don't hear a peep. You don't hear a peep about that. As a matter of fact, in the last week, there's been – at least two more attempted mass shootings at schools that were curtailed by a good guy with a gun that means a person stepped up an officer a police officer stepped up to the plate used his firearm or her firearm to shoot the criminal dead and they got the justice they deserved right on the spot you can't even find the stories In mainstream media, you can't even find the stories. I have to do a Google search and research like I'm studying or researching for something that occurred a 100 years ago to find out about something that happened a few days ago. Because it doesn't fit the narrative. Guns bad, guns bad, guns bad. Guns aren't bad it's the people that are behind them. And for those of you that live in, 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 in poverty stricken communities and you think these stupid red flag laws will work really? Really? Come on guys let, let, let's let's be straight I'm from the hood, you're from the hood you're telling me that, that, uh, that there's not a code, an unwritten code that exists in the hood, snitches get stitches, please give me a break you think red flag laws are going to work in the hood they don't even know how to spell red flag laws in the hood. It's a complete and utter joke and every single one Every single one of these senators should not be promoted to leadership. They have done damage, in my opinion, to this country when the left is destroying it. When we get back from the break, I'm going to talk about five numbers. Five numbers that you should pay attention to, given uh, uh, given the uh, uh, what's happening with this Biden presidency that's in place. Five numbers that are destroying your ability to be able to survive and thrive within the United States of America. We're going to get to that next. My name is Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. It's an honor. We'll be back
1: in a few.
0: The Dennis Prager Show.
1: Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and lotiony in the store, but you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at MyPillow found that out around 2006, and towels changed forever. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft, but actually work. And that happens to be true. I use them. They are all made with USA cotton, and they come with the MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. Six piece set, two bath, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regularly one hundred nine ninety nine, now thirty nine ninety nine. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new Radio Listener Specials and get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including the towels, by entering the promo code. Prager, or call 800 for these great radio specials. MyPillow.com, promo code Prager. My friends, someone I can't say I discovered, but I've certainly helped promote his career because I think he is one of the finds of our time, Carl Jackson. So, Carl Jackson, take it away. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I
2: am your special guest host, Carl Jackson, filling in for Dennis Prager. And I just want to take the time uh, to thank Dennis and Sue again for allowing me the privilege to sit behind his microphone. Alan Estrin, the same Sean McConnell uh, that's in my ear. It's always a privilege and an honor uh, to be filling in for Dennis Prager. Uh, there's no doubt that I love the man. I adore the man. I know that he is the work that he's doing to help fight and to save America. Um, listen, I I i don't I don't think there are enough words that can express. Uh, what he's doing uh, for this fight, for conservatives in this movement, for this country. Uh, check them out, PragerU.com. I'm telling you, PragerU.com, PragerU.com, PragerU.com. For all of you, I don't care what your age is. Let me just put it that way. Seriously, I don't care what your age is. Five-minute videos that will change your life and inform you in ways, things that you wouldn't learn in college, things that perhaps you didn't learn in school. Uh, and so uh, PragerU.com, uh, check them out. Out and I kid you not, if you have a if you have a student going off to college or someone that's a lefty and brainwashed, I would encourage you to tell them to watch PragerU.com. As a matter of fact, I interviewed Amala Epinobi, one of the stars uh, at PragerU.com. And one of the things that helped to change and shape her worldview are PragerU videos. I mean, that's Amala Epinobi. So check it out, PragerU.com, PragerU.com, PragerU.com. And again, PragerTopia.com. If you like to listen to the Dennis Prager show uninterrupted, you can do that. Go to DennisPrager.com. Check out his latest columns. Uh, but uh, make sure you do that. And guys, I'm going to get to you. I see the lines are full. I will get to you as soon as possible. I just have to make sure that I progress. in some of the stuff that I promised you uh, I would talk about, one of the things uh, that I would like to do quickly is just remind you of who the ten Republicans are uh, that are willing to undermine and go go along with the radical left wing of the Democrat Party. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, there aren't a lot of moderates anymore. Let's stop playing games. Let's stop messing around. Uh, Joe Manchin, Kirsten Cinema, uh, who's pretty far left are as close as the Democrat Party seems to come uh, to being moderate nowadays. People like John Tester are too scared. They stay silent. Same is true for Mark Kelly of Arizona. Hopefully he goes bye-bye uh, this year. Uh, the same is true for Raphael Warnock. I don't know of any moderates in the Democrat Party that exists today. And if they do exist, they're too scared to speak up, which uh, which renders them completely worthless, in my opinion. But everything that has been done that is being done to us is being done intentionally, and you have to understand that you have to that 's why listen i 'm telling you i I, I told you i 've sat behind this microphone before i 've said it on my podcast i 've said it on my local show this year every election year something's going to pop off that 's going to get you extremely emotional that the left will try to exploit in order to gain your vote not that they 'll do anything with that vote except to try to further entrap you and make you a subject rather than a citizen but the goal is to get you all hot and bothered and emotional and mad and you hate republicans and conservatives and all those doggone sellouts those black conservatives so you get all hot and bothered meanwhile all you do is vote against your own pocketbook you vote against your own well-being you vote against your own country you vote against your own safety that's how the democrat party works time and time again I share this, 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 this mantra with you, uh, if you will, as long as, as long as you poor, Democrats are good. Your misery is the Democrat party's job security. That's all that you need to understand. Now, who's helping the left, the radical left, undermine your Second Amendment rights? Well, let's name the GOPs, the GOP, and I'm not going to call them the name that I called them on my show because I respect Dennis Prager too much, but I am going to call them out. John Cornyn of Texas, Tom Tillis of North Carolina, uh, you had Roy Blunt of Missouri, Richard Burr of North Carolina, Bill Cassidy, I don't know what happened to that guy, of Louisiana, Susan Collins of Maine, Lindsey Graham, uh, you also had uh, Rob Portman, you had Pat Toomey, Mitt Romney, Mitt full of excrement Romney, Toomey from Pennsylvania unbelievable now some of these guys get to escape accountability because they're not running for office anymore but some of these guys are going to remain they'll be around the next election cycle and you should vote them out or at the very least call uh and cause a ruckus i mean be respectful but i would be forceful and tell them they have no business voting to undermine our second amendment rights regardless of how they feel all right makes no sense whatsoever The founders talked about the Second Amendment. They talked about it, I mean, deeply. They understood the importance. Obviously, they had just came out of a system where you were either a subject, right, or a citizen. You were an elite. You were a monarch. They understood exactly what they were doing with the Second Amendment. It's a there's a reason why the left won't report the truth to you when it comes to uh, uh. People using their firearms to save lives because the ultimate goal is to be able to control you. That's all the left wants to do. That's all you need to understand about the Democrat Party. It's about control. It's as simple as that. Hat tip, this is a book that I reference all the time, The Making of America. It summarizes some of the things in the Federalist Papers, the Constitution, uh, but also goes in depth in some of the things that the founding fathers were thinking when they were creating this great country. One of the things that they talk about, uh, let's talk about the Second Amendment real quickly, and callers, don't go anywhere, I'll get to you. Because a well-regulated state militia is necessary, necessary for the security of a free people, the right of the people to keep... And bear arms shall not be infringed by the federal government. Now, if you're dumb enough to give away your Second Amendment right, if you say, I don't want to defend myself, uh, you know, I'd rather end up like Venezuela. uh, That's up to you. That's up to you. Don't include me in it. Give up your guns if you want to give up your guns. But here's what the founder said. This provision guarantees the right of the people to keep and bear arms without... Interference by the federal government in the early history of the country, the state militia was made up of what? Private citizens who usu- usually furnished their own arms. Thus, during the Revolutionary War, the minute men could be assembled on very short notice and arrayed into a formidable military force because each man had his own weapons. Today, the state militia is that body of citizens. You guys didn't know that. Today, The state militia is still that body of citizens which under law can be called up by the governor or Congress to protect the rights and security of the people or to enforce the law. So who belongs to the state militia? You do. Many Americans don't even realize that they belong to the militia of their state. They confuse their state militia with the National Guard, which is a specialized reserve corps in each state trained at federal expense for immediate service. But under Title 10, Section 31 of the U.S. Code, the militia of each state includes, and I quote, all able-bodied males at least 17 years of age and under 45 years of age who are uh, are or have made a declaration of intent to become citizens. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, there goes that 18-year-old argument out the door. The founders knew exactly what they were doing with the Second Amendment. I would encourage any of you that hate America and that think you can build a better country, go find your own land and do it somewhere else. You know, I'd love to play a game. Who you got if you were building a if you were building a country for yourself uh, or, or you wanted to build a country or whatever, or or you were cheering for someone to build a country? Who you got? BLM are the founding fathers. Antifa are the founding fathers. Joe Biden are the founding fathers. Lindsey Graham are the founding fathers. I'm going with the founding fathers. Because they have built the greatest country that God has ever given man. Bar none. Not even close. And for those of you that would help and assist radical leftists in whittling away our Constitution and our Bill of Rights, I don't have much respect for you. I really don't. Don't have much respect for you. All right. So let's go to the first thing. And callers, I promise that I will get to you. How much time do we have in this segment remaining here, Shaw? But OK, so here's 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 the first thing. Here's the first number. Now, Biden thought he was going to be the new LBJ, FDR. You know, they helped destroy the country. I know uh, they get acronyms. I, I guess presidents that d- destroy the country that helped to destroy the country get acronyms. So you got FDR, FDR, you got LBJ, you got JFK. Oh, I know. I, 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 I know a lot of people are hurting when I say JFK, uh, but JFK wasn't wasn't the greatest. They uh, they built JFK after his assassination. I know he was a conservative in today's world, but uh, but but. Please uh, we read up on some of the history of JFK. All right, 8.6% inflation. That's what the Biden administration is giving you now. U.S. inflation has hit a four-decade high, according to the Labor Department. Guys, this isn't just numbers. This is people. I want to dive into this. The Consumer Price Index, which measures the consumers, what consumers pay for goods and services, is up nearly 10%. It's at 8.6% in May from the same month a year ago. The Democrat Party is crushing us. We have to kick them out, and
1: anyone that's willing
2: to participate in this. The Dennis Prager
1: Show. Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile are charging you a premium fee every month for data you don't use. Stop paying for things you don't use. Instead of paying $89 a month to your current provider, pay just $20 to PureTalk for what you actually need. I made the switch. I didn't know what I was getting. I was testing it out to see if I could endorse this company. Am I going to drop calls, have slow internet? Well, I can tell you firsthand, the 5G service is that good. Switching to Pure Talk was that easy. If you've been sitting on the fence, time to take the leap and start saving money every month. Just dial pound 250 and say Dennis Prager, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. With Pure Talk's no-risk money-back guarantee, you won't regret this. Dial pound 250 and say, Dennis Prager, sign up and save an additional 50% your first month.
2: Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776-18-Prager-776. I am your special guest host, Carl Jackson, filling in for Dennis Prager. Again, just a reminder to make sure that you subscribe to PragerU.com, PragerU.com. Also, check out PragerTopia.com. That's PragerTopia.com. You get all of his shows uninterrupted. Um also, DennisPrager dot com. You can check out his columns, his weekly columns. They appear on Tuesday. So I read them. I think you should too. They make me smarter. Uh, so I really appreciate the wisdom. Also, thank you, Sean McConnell. Hat tip to just the news. Fed increases interest rates by three quarters percentage point. Uh, Mid recession fears. The column goes on to say the Federal Reserve on Wednesday raised raising interest rates by three quarters of a percentage point. The move is a part of their strategy to aggressively combat record high inflation rates. The Fed announced the rate hike after uh, after member a member held a uh, held a meeting. Guys, I'm just going to tell you, if you have any debt that you can afford to pay off, go ahead and do that. And also, I'm just going to be honest with you. Buckle up. Uh, this has to happen. Unfortunately, the uh, federal government printed too much money under the Biden administration, the American rescue plan that has done nothing except to destroy our economy and put middle class people, uh, if you will, make middle class people or entice them to sit on their behinds. Uh, we're going to feel the pain as a result of it. So buckle up, buttercup. Uh, this isn't going to get better before the elections. Uh, it's not going to happen. Uh, but this is something that's necessary because inflation is just too High, uh, so we have to kind of dry up the money supply. Uh, so we're looking at uh, mid, like early early eighties. I didn't get to experience that, but I'm get I'm gonna get to experience it now, and so are you. Uh, I wanted to talk about the skills and the existential threat of workers that uh, no longer having skilled workers are not enough in in America. But I'm going to save that for a, another time. Actually, I will talk about it on my podcast, the Carl dot com. But what I want to do is go right back to the lines because I'm inviting you to call in and to talk about and brag about your dad's. Father's Day is coming up. Fathers don't get enough praise. We're going to do it here on the Dennis Prager Show. Let's go to uh, let's go to line three, please. Let's go to Thomas. He's in. Is that Moneta, Virginia? That is correct, uh, Carl. Okay.
3: Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I, I feel absolutely like you're a brother from another mother. Uh, if you understand that, little Thank phrase you. There. I do. Yep. So uh, anyway, so. Uh, my, my ancestry comes from Germany, and I think uh, my great grandfather came from Germany, and my grandfather was a, a tugboat captain in New York Harbor. But my wow. father um, uh, he, he was born in 1923 His father died when he was four years old, and that was a few years before the Great Depression, right? So he had three okay. brothers, one sister. his mother not, never got remarried, so he grew up in relative poverty. but uh, as he grew up, he became a, he went to the uh, Navy. And then when he got out <clears throat> during World War II, he got out and he stayed in New York City, became a firefighter, and he basically became not just my brother and my father, but he came like became like a father to our neighborhood. We had the wow. only pool in the neighborhood. Um, he repaired everybody's bicycles. He lent our, our bicycles. He lent my bicycles out to people and stuff like that. He, he took us on hikes to places where, you know, in New York, it's not very green, even definitely now, but he he knew the places where you could sneak and and hang around and just have fun like slide down a a long grassy hill with a with um cardboard boxes that that refrigerator Oh man, I love it. On, you know what I'm saying? I love it. I love so it. I absolutely I, I keep on I, talking but but you got to go to other people but thank you so much for taking my call and give me a chance to brag on my dad.
2: All right, Thomas. Thank you so much for doing it. I really appreciate you guys taking the time uh, to do it and to call uh, to, to, to call in. It means the world to me too. It's humbling, and I'm glad you get an opportunity to brag on your dads. Can we go to line seven, uh, Doyle in Sacramento? Doyle, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You got the mic. Hey, Carl. And if you could turn down call. your radio, please.
4: I do not have a radio on.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay, go right ahead.
4: Um, I do want to brag on my dad. He was uh, born in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in the Mexican part of town. Back in the 30s 30s and 40s, he was raised by three older brothers and an older sister. Um, His his, uh, mom had four children with three different men. Kind of give you an idea of her character. Right. And then my dad joined the Marine Corps when he was 15. Wow. With the blessings of his mom, they lied on the, uh, on the entrance paperwork to, because at the time you could get into the military at 16 with the blessings of your parents. And his two older brothers fought in World War II. His oldest sister could have been nose art on b 17 and my dad was uh, stuck in a landing craft in Incheon Bay for two days <laughs> during wow. the invasion of Korea.
2: Oh, my goodness. And
4: he wasn't the most pleasant person in the world for a good portion of my life. I've, I've pretty much resented my dad sure. because I could see what I was missing. You know, based upon, you know, my friends and, you know, what their what their dads brought to the family. Sure. And then later in, later in life, um, I was playing golf with a master gunny sergeant in the Marine Corps, and we just started chatting, and I told him about my dad, and the guy stopped and apologized for my upbringing. And I just, I had a moment of reflection. I said, Gunny, I said, I thank God. For the Marine Corps, hmm. had it not been for the Marine Corps, my dad would have had no parenting skills at all.
2: Wow!
4: And wow. I was raised with with discipline, <laughs> too much <laughs> at times.
2: <laughs> I understand,
4: but I was definitely raised to be an honorable person. Hmm. And and I and I thank God from for what my dad brought to me in that regard
2: wow well god bless you man thank you so much for taking the time to call in guys we only have a minute before the break what i can't do is get it started on another call uh try to try to make these as short as possible i want to get as many of you in as possible and then if we have to carry you over we will do just that so let's get started with kathy on line eight she's from semi valley california kathy welcome to the dennis prager show you've got the mic
5: Hi, Carl. I want to brag on my dad. He was he was such an awesome man all of my life, but I really didn't get to know him until after my mama died. Um, he had a huge work ethic, um, which he instilled in us. He was always so loving. He hmm. um, after my mama died, I was able to go on adventures with him. I asked him, Dad, what do you want to do? Oh. I want to go to the racetrack. Racetrack. I've never <laughs> been to racetrack with you before, and we started going to the Hollywood um, racetrack and making dollar bets. Kathy,
2: Those were Kathy I want you. Kathy, I years. want you to hold on. We're running up against a break, but I want you to finish what you have to say. We'll be back. This is Carl Jackson, and for Dennis Prager.
6: Much more than a baby. I thought he was a bat. The way my daddy carried me around. Welcome back to the Dennis
2: Prager Show. I'm your special guest host, Carl Jackson, filling in for Dennis Prager. The number call in, 1-8-Prager-776. The lines are full, so, guys, I'm going to ask you to the best of your ability uh, to try to keep it down to a minute, minute and a half. I will guide you in that, but I want to get in as many calls as possible. I'm going to go right back to Kathy in Simi Valley, California. Kathy, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. You were telling us about your dad, and you guys had started going to horse races. Did I hear that correctly?
5: Yes, yes, you did. And um, we would just drive down there a couple times a week and do a dollar bet. And he Mm. he had the best time. I had the best time getting to know my dad. He was an amputee 20 years before he died. um, And he would take his scooter and go up and down little town of Sunland. And everybody in town knew and loved my dad. He was a dad to everybody. And Mm. I... That was in 2011 that he passed, and thank you for letting me share him.
2: Ah, Thank you, Kathy. Thank you for calling in. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Let's go to, uh, I see, Tony in Erie, Pennsylvania. Tony, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic.
7: Hello, Mr. Jackson. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I'd like to posthumously praise my father, uh, a Greek immigrant, Themis Spiros Russo's Passed away Christmas Eve 2020. Also was an avid Horse Trek attendee. Um, Very, very wise man. Taught me work ethic. Taught me how to be an upstanding human being. Taught me to be a man. Uh, Taught me to be compassionate, thoughtful. Uh, Everything a father should teach their son. And encouraged me to go above and beyond what he had accomplished. With only $50 in his pocket and a very rudimentary understanding of the language. He built himself a very... Strong business as a barber in Cleveland, Ohio.
2: Man,
7: that, uh, that is
2: so cool. That,
7: yeah, um, as with this, no, same. I'm not really saying I'm, I'm unique or anything. A lot of people have the same story, maybe two or three generations further down the road. I'm first generation American, but uh, that's what this country was built on. And I just want to praise yeah. him for all he did. I'm so blessed and thankful to have him as a father.
2: Thank you, Tony. What was his? What was his name? Real quick.
7: Themis actually the the whole first name is long. Themistocles spiros okay. Russos.
2: Okay, I would never be able to pronounce it or say it, so I'm glad you did. And for all the callers, feel free to say that. All right, say your dad's name if you want to. And I apologize for those that I didn't get the opportunity beforehand. It just hit me. I did that when I was in for Prager. And I want you to be able to praise your dad, full name and all, if you so choose to. Okay, let's go to the uh, next caller. Let's go to Quinn in Denver, Colorado. Quinn, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic.
8: Oh, thank you very much, and um, and a pleasure listening to you. I've never heard you before, so you're doing a great job today. Um, thank you. I love my dad. I noticed uh, about a week or two ago I was home from my grandfather's funeral, which my dad officiated, and I've noticed that my dad, <clears throat> excuse me, has been saying, I love you a lot more lately. Hmm. Um, and I was like, he said he loved me growing up, but not a day went by that I didn't think my dad loved me. And so... He's just that type of dad that he spent time with us. Um, He was an excellent, you know, mentor. And so I never doubted that my dad loved me. me. So I think it's cool that, you know, now he's saying it. And now that he's at, you know, his retirement age and, and, um, and he's made me a better father. I cherish the time I spend with my children because he taught me that, those were the times that would make you a great man, is the time that you spent pouring into your children. And so um just want to say love my dad, and um, and I'm just wishing him the, the best of life in his retirement um, for all the things that he taught me, especially the wisdom and the patience that he has taught me.
2: Gwen, what's your dad's name really quickly here? His name is Steve Pack. All right. Thank you for calling in. I really appreciate that, man. Some great calls out there. Let's go to Lisa uh, in Clemson, South Carolina. Lisa, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. We've got less than a minute, but if need be, I'll hold you over. Go right ahead, Lisa. Hi,
6: Mr. Jackson. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, my dad was a Marine, also. Uh, he passed away uh, this Halloween, it'll be three years. Um, oh, sorry. And. I cherish everything about my father. I'm the youngest of three, um, and my dad and I just had a very special and unique relationship. I mean, he had it with all three of us, but I don't know. With me being the youngest, it was just extra special. I thought, and the thing I missed really the most is hold that thought, Lisa.
2: Lisa, Lisa, we have to take a heartbreak. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I just want to say real quick before I forget, I am so thankful to be a father to uh, my daughter, uh, Taylor, and my uh, wife has helped me to be uh, a better, uh, better father. I, You know, there's times where I haven't been great. Uh, But uh, I do appreciate the opportunity that God has given me to be a father. So I want to make sure that I uh, don't forget to mention that. And I love my dad, uh, Joe Jackson out there in LA. uh, So I love you. uh, I love you, dad. And, um, Also, we want to go right back to the calls. There are a lot of you, so we're going to try to keep it as short as possible. Also, real quick, my buddy Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries, I love those guys. They're like dad figures to me on radio, but he says there were a total of 45,222 firearm deaths in the U.S. in 2020, an increase of 14% or 5,155 firearm deaths from 2019. Where did the deaths occur and to who? Uh, this is explored more on U.S. Uh, USA Facts, but we do know what happens. Listen, dads play a part in that. Let's go right back to Lisa in Clemson, South Carolina. Lisa, welcome da- back to the Dennis Prager Show. You were saying what you missed the most about your dad.
6: Um, yes, every time that he would call um, or I would call and he would answer the phone, he would always say, you're looking good today. I mean, every time, and ah. I would just—what I'd do is just hear that one more time from my father.
2: Oh <laughs> man! to the...
6: work day, and, and it, you, he would just say that, and it would just brighten your day. No matter if you were having the best day or the worst day, it never failed. He just always said, "You're looking good today." <laughs> it was just the wow. coolest thing, and I just really miss I that. It.
2: I love it. I love and it. Great call, Lisa.
6: Kernmeier. His name what is, is Jim it? Say.
2: Okay. Jim thank you, Turn-Meyer. Lisa. Tim Turnmeyer.
6: Happy Father's Day.
2: Hey, thank you. God bless you. Let's go to Rick in El Segundo. Rick, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic.
9: Yeah, thank you, uh, Rick El Segundo, California. Yeah, I'm 66 years old right now. When I was 22, I was I came home uh, after a drunk driving accident, and my on a Saturday morning, my car all broken up. And my dad was on the lawn, and he shook his head, and he goes, what happened? And I lied to him. I said, oh, I hit a wall in Malibu. And my dad goes, okay, let's let's go drive and find that wall. And my mom was in the car. My dad kept grilling me and grilling me. What it wound up being, I hit seven parked cars um, wow. along, along the Malibu area. And my dad took me right right to the, uh, the, the Ohio Patrol Department right below Pepperdine University and turned me in in and it was a tough love thing, and it was hard wow. for him to do, but it was the right thing to do. And so, mm. but now uh, this the father, will uh, be June twenty-five. I'll be t- twenty-seven years clean and sober. And and wow. my dad did the tough thing, but it was the right thing to do. Mm. And, and, wow. and And my and oh, and and when I got married, my dad was my best man. Not any of the guys I hung out with. It was only my father was, was stood up for me because he was there. He was there.
2: What was his name, Rick? Uh, Dick, Dick Peterson. All right, Rick. Great call. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Let's go to Ruth Ann in Erie, Pennsylvania, Line 6. Ruth, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. you got the mic.
10: Thank you. I want to thank God for my dad because he didn't just drop us off at church. He set the example. He took us. I watched him read his Bible and pray. And he taught, and he never hit me. His dad came over from Sicily. They got hit if they dropped bread because they thought it was the Lord's body. But yet that never turned my dad off for for loving Jesus. And my dad Mm. taught me what it's like to be a lady and that you don't open your own door and you don't pull your own chair out and the guy helps you on with your coat and the guy walks on the outside of the street and the guy rings the doorbell. You don't just go out. And I just thank God for such a wonderful example. And he also taught me that women do not let men hit them. And I never dated the use of man.
2: Man. Great call, Ruth. Great call. Good Lord, man. You guys, uh, I'm not going to do it, but you guys are trying to tempt me to cry. Uh, Anyway, let's go to line seven, Melanie in Rockland, California. Melanie, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic.
10: Hi, Carl. Thank you. I've had the opportunity to speak with you before. I'm glad I'm on again. Uh, Happy Father's Day to you. Um, you. My quick advice for you is, like, if you regularly barbecue or something, or you regularly pulled laundry or whatever, have your wife snap a picture of that. Um, My dad passed away last year, Uh, Mm. kind of unexpectedly. It was way too soon. But I am so, thank you, I am so proud of him. He was a captain in the U.S. Navy. Um, He taught me love of God and country along with my brother. Um, My brother is now serving in the Army, and it's interesting. um, My dad co-signed on student loans. Um, My other advice to parents is think long and hard before you do that. (laughs) <laughs> because I always thought I would have more time to take to take over the payments. Um, mm. The month my father passed away earlier that month, he paid my student loan um, because wow. I was in a job where I wasn't earning enough to make the payment because it's so high. Um, so I just, I guess I have gratitude and I have respect for his mm. strengths. Uh, last thing is, um, when I was 19, I had an argument with my father. And so I just an argument, you know, right, a normal thing. And I decided I knew everything and I was right and I wasn't going to bend. And so I missed his retirement ceremony from the Navy. You know, that was my choice. I chose to stay at school. And um, what it was, what's really interesting is my father never stopped loving me through that. And mm. uh, yeah, I saw dad as dad. It took right. me a long time to see him as a human, like as a human mm. that yells and makes mistakes and stands up for his children and is just a man trying to be a good father. I always saw him as, well, you're my dad, so you owe me something. And that's not the wow.
2: case. Melanie, so. listen, it was a, it's a great. What's his name? What's his name real quick?
10: Captain Ron Bellinger, U.S. Navy,
2: retired. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. All right, guys, listen, uh, only a few seconds left before the break. Still plenty of calls. We're going to have to shorten them at the uh, on the other side, so maybe 30 seconds. Mention the name, a quick story. I want to get as many of you in as possible. We'll be right back.
3: big and strong. He goes to work each day and he stays all day long.
2: Man, this is good stuff. Welcome back this to the Dennis Prager show. This is Carl Jackson. Follow me on social media, The Carl Jackson Show. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. S- subscribe to my podcast, the Carl Jackson Guys, we have lots of calls and only a few minutes left. But stay there. I'm, I I can only get to a couple more people, but I want to read off your comments. So let's uh, let's let's go to where was it, Sean? Uh, let's go to line three. Actually, Sean in uh, Greer, South Carolina. Sean, go right ahead.
8: My dad was awesome. He just celebrated his 80th birthday last week. It's the sayings that I remember, and one of the I'm going to share a couple of them. One of was he always said. Take care of your being there, son. When you have a family, Mm. take care of your being there. And that, I got five children, and I feel like he's proud of me because I took care of my being there for them. Another thing he'd always say is you can do anything in this world, son, because you are the son of a good man and the child of a great God. And I've always wanted that confidence in my life that I had an edge over others. He also me The tough isn't winning every
2: fight. It's no fear of fighting the battle. Good stuff, Sean. Great call. Uh, Man, what was your dad's name? Is he still there? Okay. Well, let's. uh, Stephen Griffin uh, White. Stephen
1: Stephen Griffin Griffin White White.
2: is his name. Okay. Thank you, Sean. God bless you. Thank you so much for calling in. Great stuff. Let's go to uh, Michael in Simpsonville, South Carolina, line five. Michael Line 5, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You got about 30 seconds, but it's yours, Michael.
9: Hey, hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm, I'm really a big fan of the show. So, thank yeah, you. So, yeah, Go right ahead. My dad, my dad came to this country when he was in his early 20s. He, uh, he came from Brazil with 200 bucks in his pocket. The first 75 bucks was a taxi ride to where he was going. And he's always taught me to work hard work hard, uh, never change who you are just be a strong person strong-minded and you should be on a good path and that's what has been my family i have two kids
2: and i can't wait for father's day all right god bless you michael kenna and on line eight kenna we got to make it quick but it's all yours
10: hi carl i love listening to you i just wanted to call in uh, my dad passed in 2003 his name's kenneth watson and uh, he was an only child and i'm his i was his only child And I was loved, I was wanted, I was cherished. He was my number one fan, and I miss him. Uh, He was a Shriner, he was a Mason. He taught me how to love others. Uh, He taught me that it's not the color of a person's skin, it's their heart and how they treat others. And uh, he he also taught me how to that the Lord will never put more on you than you can handle. And I grew up thinking that was literal until I got older and got into the world I, and realized that's dedication. Out, we're, listen, not-
2: we're out of time, but thank you, John, David, Wendy, Peter, Bryce. I'm sorry I didn't get to you. God bless you and your fathers. And he took us
4: in. And now we belong to the man with that big, wide grin. I've got to color this man father. I'm
3: going to color him low.